The Lifestyle Show on RTE Radio 1 Extra. Welcome to The Lifestyle Show on RTE Radio 1 Extra with me, Tara Lockery-Grant. Thanks a million for joining us. This is the podcast where we look at the key areas on rte.ie forward slash lifestyle, which are wellness, food, fashion, travel, living, motors, parenting, budgeting and fitness and so much more. And what we do is we take some of the best interviews that we have on rte.ie forward slash lifestyle and also in the RTE News Now app in the lifestyle section. Scroll across the top and you'll see it there. And also we're on Facebook. Facebook, Twitter and Instagram. So we take some of those best interviews that we featured there and we then get to interview the people behind them and find out how they do what they do so well. So a topic and an area that I've been interested in in a long time is executive coaching. It's something that has seen a big resurgence, thankfully, since we're slowly but surely coming out of this horrid recession that we have. Why? Because we need it. And looking at areas, yes, mindfulness has become a huge, big, buzzy word, and rightly so too. It's important. The focus of that is being in the present. It is making that accessible as well. What does that mean? But one step even further along that path of wellness, I think, is helping people to wake up to where they are now in life and where they want to be and to keeping that real, keeping our lives real so that we're not living in the future. We're not losing sleep, uh, fretting over a life that perhaps hasn't happened or may never happen. Well, somebody who can help us do just that and learn those skills is Jackie Fitzpatrick, executive coach who works from presence based coaching perspective. Jackie, you're very welcome. Thank you, Tara. First of all, executive coach, yes. Mm -hmm. What does it mean, a presence-based coaching perspective? What is that? Well, in your introduction there, you talked about being in the now. And a lot of people, um, you hear them speaking about um, living in the now, living in the moment. Yes. And I hear that so much, living in the moment. The thing is, we're always living in the moment because there's nowhere else to live other than in the moment. Here we are right now. But the problem is, if there's a problem, um, that people are living in the moment, but they're not present. So they're living in the moment, but they're in their head, in their thinking mind, constantly catastrophizing, um, projecting forwards, living in their memory in the past. So presence, living in the present, presence based coaching is about being right here, right now, Um, not in active thinking but being really, really present with what is. Yeah. What is the difference? And as gorgeous as that sounds, it's it's a calming, your voice is calming anyway, but it's a lovely calming idea that I think we'd all like to aspire to, regardless of what walk of life or area you're working in. Mindfulness, mm-hmm. how do they differ or are they similar? They're very, very similar. Um, so mindfulness is about paying attention one of the one of my favorite definitions of it is a John Kabat-Zinn definition. So it's paying attention on purpose in this moment without judgment. Say that again. That's lovely. Paying attention on purpose in this moment without judgment. Gorgeous. Mm-hmm. Judgment is key without judgment. Absolutely. We are so hard in ourselves. It's mm-hmm. there was an interview that I heard recently where people were talking about the critical voices within and somebody said as well that the, 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 the Irish were very hard on ourselves. Maybe these are traits shared with other um, nations across the world. But that voice of giving out to ourselves that we're useless, we're the, the, the imposter syndrome. Why are we here? We're not able. Do you come across that a lot of that in your clients that we're we can be very tough? Yeah, everybody. 
that that's that's constant and i suppose um there's there's two areas or aspects that we can come from one is we can operate from this tiny i call it the tiny personal thinking mind which is a constant um thinking fretting um figuring out analyzing judging all of that is constant 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 thinking 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 then there's another place to operate from and i call it the universal mind which is the expansiveness and that's the place of presence um and when you are operating from that place or when you drop into presence presence is where our power is it's where our freedom lies and when you're coming from this place of presence or you're in this place of presence you could call it consciousness you can call it awareness what you do is you're becoming the witness of the thinking mind but you're not engaging in the thinking um so it's a human condition if you want that we're constantly in our thinking um I, I would say that most people, you know, we think of addictions mm-hmm. as addiction to substances or addiction to food. The greatest addiction we have is we're addicted to our thinking. We're constantly in our thinking. We are. We have yeah. a crazy number of thousands of thoughts a day, yeah. don't we? Uh-huh. And if you think about that, there's, there's the irony <laughs> there. <laughs> if you think about that, um, the, the personal thinking mind is finite. So there's only a certain amount of thoughts within that, yes. Um, and we keep regurgitating the, the same old thoughts over and over and over again, trying to get different solutions. I think it was Einstein That's who right, said, I yes, love it. exactly. Um, you'll never solve the problem at the level of thinking that got you into it in the first place. And this is where presence based awareness is so, so powerful because it's like you're taking it's almost like you're you, you're creating this space between the personal thinking and um, the truth of who you are or the infinite intelligence, which is what we are anyway. Our true nature is infinite intelligence. And you get to see the thinking for what it is. It's just thinking. It's not fact. So so we don't have to change our thinking and we don't have to go positive in our thinking. We just have got to recognize that it's just thinking. Brilliant. And thoughts aren't facts. They're just thoughts. Exactly. Exactly. And not self-fulfilling prophecies either. Yeah. Um, but I think it was Gandhi who, who were pulling out all the big Weeks today, but yeah, aren't we? <laughs> gave that. Be careful. Uh, paraphrasing. Be careful of what you think about, uh, because your thoughts can become eventually uh, your actions. You know, through a variety of steps. Mm. But going back from that, so we know as an executive coach, so you're working in that, as you described it, their presence-based coaching perspective. But who are you, and and what do you do? So how does that come across, and what briefly got you to this place? Wow. Okay. Yeah, briefly. No Go, briefly. <laughs> in a nutshell. <laughs> I love a million years in a nutshell. Life in 30 seconds. <laughs> okay, so who am I and what got me to here? Okay, so I'm a seeker by nature. I'm a, I'm a, I'm a disturbing influence. I'm a disturbing element. I a don't, disruptor. A disruptor, mm. totally a disruptor. And when I was a kid, I was always challenged for that. I was a trouble, as a child, I was a troublemaker. Um, now I'm beginning to love that idea. Um, so, so at a very young age, I remember a situation and it's interesting you ask that question because it feels like it's come full circle. So, at a very young age, I think I was 10 or 11, and my mum was going through a medical procedure. And at that stage in, in Northern Ireland, there was a district nurse who had visited all of the houses and she called in to see uh, my mum. And I was in the kitchen and, and the district nurse was in the, the front room with, with um, mummy. And my mum was one of these kind of, I'm, I'm not going to say subservient people, she was very respectful, but she always valued people who were in uniform or who she felt were more intelligent than her. Um, so this nurse was telling my mum that after this procedure, she probably would feel depressed and she probably would feel really down and all of these different things. 
things. Now, I as a 10 year old was standing in the kitchen and I could feel the rage rising within me. And when the nurse had left the house, I went into my mum and said, she doesn't know how you're going to feel. How does she know how you're going to feel? You're the only one who who knows how you're going to feel. So that was the beginning of it. So there was always this kind of drive within me to to um, to not conform, to to find my own answers, to to figure out my way of doing life. And did your mum respond? I can't remember. I I see she was in shock. And then she probably just said, oh, yeah, you're probably right. So so my journey has been through um, that word journey, Um, like there's a destination at the end of it and there is no destination. So it's just a continuous evolution Um, has brought me um, as I as I sent to a friend recently down the the by roads of psychotherapy to the side roads of positive psychology. And here I am in this completely expansive state of presence um, where I'm recognising that in the work that I do and as a presence-based coach um, I'm back to that place that I was as a 10-year-old but now it's like when a client sits in front of me it's like I have no idea what's going on in your experience so I'm here to hold a space of complete expansiveness and emptiness so that you can see who you are. And my job is to point you in the direction of your own infinite intelligence and wisdom. And from that place, you are in your power and you are no longer in your thinking mind and in your conditioned mind and in your belief systems. You recognize them for what they are. They're just a pile of stuff that you've accumulated over the years. But you are now operating from that infinite intelligence and wisdom, which is not information and it's not knowledge. It's something at a more visceral level. And from that place of infinite intelligence, what happens is when you're working with somebody in in that way of working, um, the client has what I call insight or recognition. And when insight happens and recognition happens, it, it, it like it travels almost through the nervous system so that there's no doubt that this is the truth. Your truth has nothing to do with me. I'm just a space and, and the person who probes and points you in the direction of it. But it's your truth so that you don't have to think anymore, that you know the truth. And that's so it's not about changing thinking. It's not about reframing. It's not about positive psychology. It's about going behind all of that to that space of infinite, as I keep calling it, infinite intelligence. This is great. So, Jackie, what type of client, what what kind of issues are people coming to you with? So give me, so we can have an idea of who is that person sitting in front of you or mm. people. It's everybody. And I know that that's mad when I say that, Tara, but it's everybody. So I work with people who are stay-at-home mums. I work with CEOs of organisations. I work with um Kids who are going to school, I had clients this week, um, a young chap who's at school and he's having a situation with, you know, the CEO points and also with a girlfriend. I have, I mean, an amazing session um, during the week with a, a stay at home mum. It was just the two of us ended up in laughter and tears mm. at her recognition of the story that she was telling herself about her kids. And it just freed her up. So it's everybody. So I go into organisation and I run courses. I work with CEOs. I work with children. I work with anybody, anybody who wants to waken up, really. Brilliant. I love that phrase, waking up. So what kind of things would uh, we want to wake up from? What sort of things would we go? Do you know what? I have this issue. I know, Jackie, can help me with Mm. this or somebody also qualified like you are. Brilliant. Um, So a lot of the people who come to me are experiencing stress. They're experiencing anxiety. A lot of the kids are experiencing social anxiety. 
Um, I have people who are in depression. I have people who want to change their careers and they're in fear or they feel stuck. I have, as I say, children who are in school, who are stressed about exams. Um, so what else? Um, I has, um, I have a client. I work with clients all over the world as well because I work by FaceTime and Skype. You do? do yeah. You? I'm hearing a lot and lot. Yeah, that. it's wonderful. And it can work, Jackie, just as well. So, so How powerfully. Is that? Because when you're present with what is. So, so when my, one of my clients who's in Canada, um, and we have a wonderful working relationship. So we just get, and I'm completely present. I have no agenda. I, it's like what, whatever, the, if the person's face to face with me in the room or if they're on the phone, it's exactly the same dynamic. It's, it's, it's exactly the same. Does it have to be a face to face Skype or could, you can even do phone or? I do phone as wow. well. Some people don't like the face time or Skype. Mm. So we do telephone. So I had a telephone client um, this morning before I left to come down here. And it was so powerful. Yes, because you're coming from Dundalk. Uh, No, Carlingford. Carlingford, Carlingford, I get it right. You're almost close. It's stunning. stunning. Okay, so Jackie, going back there, let's can I take Mm. one of the examples? Let me pick um, stuck the the career feeling trapped because we've a lot of movement happening now. Yes. Post recession, let's say. Um, And I say post because it's not post for many people. People are still struggling, but Mm -hmm. officially supposed to be moving out of this but a lot of people weren't upgraded in their work they had pay cuts they didn't get promoted they're overworking in jobs that their job mm. description doesn't cover um, it's happening right across the country so they are feeling so let's say they that person comes to you and Mary or Joe comes to you mm. with that issue they come to you and they're saying help where does it go from there okay so depending <clears throat> depending on what they arrive with. So if it's a feeling of stuck in their situation, current situation. Um, now, this is really, really simplistic. Yes, obviously, no, of you course. Know, yes, yeah. Yeah. And we're gen- generalizing. generalizing yes, absolutely. Yeah. OK, so um, what I tend to do is they, to give me a little bit of information about where they're at. I don't need a lot of information and I don't deal, you know, need a lot of past information, only if it's really, really pertinent in, in this moment. But um, so so they would give me a little bit of information. And then what I would do is end up asking a question. So I hear what they're saying and the starting point might be to reflect it back to them. So you tell me that X, Y or Z is happening and you can't move. Is that true? No. Yes. And I don't need a whole pile of explanation on that. Is it true? So it's either yes or no. Is it true? And then can you be absolutely sure that that's the truth? Because what happens is we're never stuck in our situation. We're only ever stuck in our thinking. Yes. So what you do is now you're shaking up the thinking, you're creating a little bit of space around it. There's a little bit of space for movement. Um, And it's the same with stress. Um, There is no such thing as a stressful situation. They are just situations and circumstances. There is only stressful thinking. And what we think about the situation or the circumstances, what's creating the stress. And what we think about the situation or circumstance is dependent on our belief system because beliefs are just thoughts that we keep thinking over and over again. Now we're back into that really, really limited personal thinking mind again and I call it active thinking. People are active thinking all of the time. So when you when you get a little bit of space from that, you begin to recognise that actually this is a story that I just keep replaying. Yes. Let's say we take uh, Joe and his yeah. job and he is telling you, look, I've got um, 
a partner, I've got two kids, I have this big mortgage and I really hate my job, I want to move. Um, and But I can't because I if what if I do and then I don't, if it's a, if it's a short term contract, I'm in a permanent job now, but there's no prospects there. How do you go from helping him step out of that uh, active thinking and panic to putting it into this space where he can discuss it and be awake to the other opportunities. So we recognise the story that he's telling. So I help him recognise the story that he's telling around this. And most people go into catastrophization mode. Yes. Um, it's, pa- it's um, you know, it's sort of panic. That, that, that's where fear sets in. And <clears throat> the thing about the mind is, um, and we're talking of the personal mind or the egoic mind, um, it wants to be in control of the, all of the time. And change is a threat to that. So it will resist change at all costs. So then it'll come up with a story for not to change, for to not change, because change is a threat. Um, And what happens is then, you know, the signals are sent through the brain down into the nervous system and the body starts to react. And this is where all this tightness and the stress and the anxiety and the, the, you know, it's a lot of this um, disease in the body is psychosomatic because it's coming from the thinking. So we help recognize the thinking. There is never any advice on what to do. There's just a space to have a really, really good look at what is. So again, looking at what's true about the situation, what's a story about the situation, and then what is possible within this situation. I do have a client at the moment that I'm working with who is in a similar situation to that, um, has is operating a business um, and wants to move from the business, but is in fear because it's a massive step. Oh, well, in, in their mind, it's a massive step. And they said, if I could, I'd be gone today. And I said, well, why don't you? And they says, but I can't. And I says, well, is it true that you can't? <laughs> yeah. And they says, well, no, but I have certain things that I need to do to make the movement clean. And I says, okay, so you could if you really (laughs) wanted to, but you're making a choice to tie up loose ends. So choice and can't feel completely different in the body. So psychology and physiology are very, very, very closely linked. And then behind that there's a place of presence where all of this can be seen really, really clearly. How freeing that is for that person. Well, this is freedom. I mean, my business is Freedom Unlimited. Um, That's my website. um, And that is the freedomunlimited.ie. And that is the, I mean, for me, freedom is, 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 uh, is nirvana. My kind of career path has been like a spider's web since then. I have traveled the world. I have done numerous courses millions of courses I've um, gone back into third level gone into third level education Um, I managed businesses I did HR um, and then I decided that freedom is my my thing and I'm a seeker by nature so I'm constantly but I prior to this my seeking was external I was looking for the next thing that would give me whatever it is that I thought I needed but over the last number of years illness hit me about seven years ago and um, I realized that my seeking outside of me wasn't doing it. it. I needed to turn in on myself. And the journey is within now that my journey is, is come back in. And that's where the presence based work has come from. Mindfulness meditation. I run courses in all of that and um, psychology of well-being. So um, and that's what I've recognized. And 
from this place of, of if you want to call it presence or awareness, it, it feels completely empty and free, but it's full to the brim. It's full of, it's almost like a kindness or a compassion towards life that I've recognised that life isn't happening to us ever. Life is happening for us all of the time. But if we're asleep, we keep bumping into life. And it's interesting, I told you the story about my mum earlier on and how it's come full circle. I recognise at that young age that nobody can tell us how we feel, although a lot of people try to tell us how we should be feeling in certain situations. And I've come full circle to realise that I can't stand in anybody's experience, but it's felt from a much deeper place. And it's the same as life is not happening to us. Life is happening for us all of the time. Give me, give me an, example an example of, of that. that. Yeah, it's well, that phrase. is if we are awake. And I remember the first set of counselling um, that I went to. Um, it was Gasol therapy um, 20 odd years ago. I remember one of the things the guy said, the counsellor said, um, he said, um, myself and my ex-husband were like two people who were bumping into each other. We weren't connected. And now I've come again to this point in my life where I recognise that that actually is a truth. Most people never get to meet their partner. They meet their version of who they think their partner should be. Love that line. It's awful, but it's the it's truth. It's the truth. It's the so most truth. people don't they meet. They never get to meet their partner. They get to meet who they think they should be. They get to meet who they think they are. So it's all about the thinking again. So life is not happening to us, life is happening for us. So he asked me to explain that and give you an example of that. So if we are awake or when we are waking up, we recognize that everything that arises in our experience is an opportunity for us to grow a little more. But if we see it as something that shouldn't be happening, so if we are in argument with what is, then we're losing or missing out on an opportunity to grow, an amazing opportunity to grow and become more expansive in our experience. And from that place, then we will be inspired into taking the action that feels true and real for us. Exactly. And it's only in nowadays where that is coming across failure, that it's a thing, it's part of life. Accept it, learn from it, improve, move on to the next. Mm. Um, and it, it, so... What, how do you live, because it is really powerful hearing all of the steps that you've taken since Mm -hmm. those, since 21 even, Mm. that first business and um, some of the hard times that you went through to become where you are now. In your day-to-day life, how do you continue to keep this topped up? How do you, you know, the way you hear of the likes of um, Tony Robbins, I'm often quoting in his morning Mm. meditations or The Miracle Morning. It's a great book, actually, if you've a chance to look it up or read it. It's on Blinkist as well. Meditation in the morning, visualization, gratitude, um, your visualization of the day ahead. Did I say that already? And reading um, exercise. So these these steps, how do you approach your day or or what tips could you take home tips that we can actually learn from right now so to bring as much presence into everything you do to uh, pay attention on purpose in this moment without judgment so um so to start out to a a really good starting point is when you i remember um reading many many years ago when i went to a buddhist center here in dublin 15 years ago and i bought the book um awakening the buddha within and there was one tip and it was and i still i still remember this and it was when you waken up in the morning recognize that you're now awake Yes. So you're paying attention to the fact that you're awake and then you pull the covers off and you recognize that you're pulling the covers off and then you step out onto the floor and you say floor because you know you've recognized and you put your handle on the 
bathroom door and you go handle and you do this. So it's like a process of paying attention, bringing attention back. But I suggest if you live with others that you say this silently. You Good tip. Unless they get used to you. Do yes. <laughs> um, so so that's a really good one. So it's about so you can do that when you're drinking your coffee. You can do it when you're making your coffee. You can do it when you're because the one thing that I will hear most is I don't have time. And my answer to that is, and I mean this wholeheartedly, it doesn't take longer. It just takes noticing. Yes. Because it takes You're doing the same these things anyway. Anyway. Mm. So we're all living in the moment. We're always, always living in the moment. But the thing is, we're not present in the moment. So it's about bringing presence or paying attention. And um, it's it's that that's really what the key is is paying attention is bringing presence so in as many moments as you can and then if you find yourself that you're gone off on a tangent of thinking again breath is one thing that keeps us really really grounded because breath is a present moment um experience so you can use breath as your anchor um and the idea is and and for this practice or for any of these practices of gratitude i mean an attitude of gratitude is amazing um I talk about there is there are certain virtues and and if you're not using these virtues, then you're not opening up into this expansive state. We're back in judgment again. And I talk about um, acceptance, acceptance of what is that's keeping it real. So you see it for what it is, not the story of what it should be, where what it was or we're coming out of the, you know, the, the incessant dialogue and an analysis. We're programmed to be constantly figuring out, trying to problem solve. So acceptance seeing it for what it is and from this place of acceptance you're giving the next moment a chance without prejudice so whatever you're feeling in this moment will determine your next step that's a non-judgment massive nothing is either right or wrong or good about it just is as it is so good yeah if you can d- apply that to ourselves in addition to other people yeah and if you're in judgment of another then you're in judgment of yourself yes you are and explain that I agree okay do you want me to explain yeah, that? Yeah, okay. I agree, but just to make it yeah. more for anyone. Okay, so whatever it is that I judge in another, I'm projecting it from myself. Because if I recognize it in another, I have to know it in myself. So every single thing begins and ends with me. Now, this is getting in maybe a little bit esoteric, but there is no other. There is just me. And I call this healthy narcissism. Okay. So there is just me. So when I begin to recognize that, I recognize if I'm judging you or I'm praising you. The reason I'm doing it is because it's in this one as well. It's in me as well. So so this again, back to this place of expansiveness and presence. It, this space of expansiveness and presence is empty, but it's like I say, it's full to the brim with loving kindness and compassion. So then you bring that into every situation. And that's not to say that some things that we don't need to take some really, really powerful action, but you're taking it from a place of clarity, not this crazy, chaotic should, could, would. And presence is vital for change. because It's vital for change. And that's because that's where our intelligence is and our wisdom lies there. Do you know what, Decky? I knew this was going to happen. I'm, yeah. I just literally looked over there and went, oh, good God, it's time. We are flying it. Um, and, and there's so, so many more things that I, I wanted to ask you. Um, one thing, there are a lot of, uh, oh, God, it's, I, re- I knew this was going to happen. Now. I'm just r- running against it. There are so many different people that we can turn to now. 
thankfully, and a lot of people are to get help when we're stuck, when we're not awake. What makes you stand out from your competitors, let's say, or from other people who are out there? I know that's a hard question to ask because I'm asking you, what makes you amazing? Wow. Okay. What what, what makes me amazing? Mm. Um, We are all amazing because we are, I mean, this human experience is a phenomenal. It's really phenomenal. So we are all amazing. Um, I don't, not from any space of arrogance, I don't see that I have competitors. I mean, if, um, so I just keep my mind in my own business. My my passion is helping others waken, waken up. So why do I want to do that? Because I want to waken up myself. So, um, and I want to work with integrity. I don't just want to talk the talk. I don't want to be, um, I was going to say spouting, I might as well just say it's spouting theory. I want to have a felt experience of it so that whatever comes through is coming through from a place of honesty and truth and integrity. So there are so many people out there doing doing great work. And it's like, you know, there are so many routes to the one destination. You know, if you look at a map and you want to go to, let's say, um, well, here we are in Dublin. So we want to go to Galway mm. and you look at the map and Galway is the destination. There are a million routes that we can take to get to Galway. There's no right or wrong. It just depends on how fast you want to get there and how slow and how if you want to take the scenic route. And actually, a lot of the times we have no choice over the way we go. We're just wherever we are is where we're meant to be in that respect, because there is no other place that we can be other than where we are right here, right now. And even knowing that tells you that where you are is the perfect place because it has everything that you need to point you in the direction of growth and opportunity. What a perfect place to end and begin. Jackie Fitzpatrick, thank you so much for coming in to me. Thank Great you, Great talking to you today. Yeah, you too. So um, for more, you can read, we're going to have an interview with Jackie on rte.ie forward slash lifestyle. So Jackie is an executive coach who works from presence-based coaching perspective. If you're just joining us, you'll find out more in that interview up there and also on Facebook, Twitter and Instagram and in the lifestyle section of the RTE News Now app. That's it for the Lifestyle Show for this week. Thank you so much for joining us and I'll be back with you next week. The Lifestyle Show with Tara. Tara Lockery Grant on RTE Radio 1 Extra.